This is Why We Plan, a podcast for business owners and their advisors about how to better plan for the exit from a business. Join us each episode as we discuss different elements of exit planning, including real life stories, challenges, and opportunities of owners and their advisors. Well, welcome to this edition of Why We Plan. I'm John Brown. I'm the founder of BEI, which is an organization that helps advisors help their clients grow and protect business value and eventually exit the business on their terms. With me today is George Sandman. He's the CEO of Growth Drive. Welcome, George. Thank you very much, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Tell us about your organization, which is... It, which is unique, I think. So, Yeah, uh, thank you. We, we're an organization, we're you know membership organization that is, uh, that is built around the concepts that you, just, that you just described, which is how do we help business owners? We want to help advisors solve a problem for business owners, which is how do, I, how do I grow the business and how do I make the purposeful link between my revenues and the transferable value of a business, to your point, if and when I decide to, tr- to transfer. But it's, it's all about, it, what it comes down to is having good, predictable, sustainable growth. You know, you mentioned a key phrase in, at least in BEI's exit planning, which is transferable value. Tell us what that means and why is it so important? <laughs> so, yeah, 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 transferable value is the ultimate measure of business success. And you know, so many CEOs cre- create latent value in the business. So let's say that the business could, at the top end of the range of multiples, sell for you know, $18 million. That's the latent value. But the, what we really care about is the transferable value. And in fact, in, in our methodology, which is to create predictable profits and cash flow, predictable sustainable growth, and predictable transferable value, I think the, tr- the word transferable is the most important of all of those, you know, of all of those concepts. Because by creating transferable value, you have created, in essence, a business that is easier to run, that is, that is experiencing, uh, generating sustainable and non, non-chaotic right growth, mm-hmm. planned growth, um, and, and that, on, that is a low dependence on the owner. Because ultimately, we need the business to be immortal and survive the, wow. the, you know, survive the, the career of the, of the current ownership. So what do you... What type of training do you provide advisors to do exactly that? We provide training on, we have, we really have two courses. One is, you know, we're always putting on uh, free webinars. I'm, I believe in, you know, g- giving. Uh, we, our, our two trainings are the launch course, and the launch course teaches those concepts I just described. How do we, how do we help a business owner get a very clear vision of where they want to go, what is you know what is their ultimate goal, and that's a very detailed conversation, um, and that goal can be any one of a number of things. It can be revenue based, lifestyle based, um, you know, tra- personal wealth based. Yeah. So when we have a cl- very clear view of that, we the, you know our training starts with how do we have that conversation, right? What are the what are the tips, to, techniques, um, and the goal and uh, process for having that conversation? And we then get into how do you okay. So we have a goal and we have an asset that helps us reach that goal. How do we understand the business's capacity, its strategic capacity to, to reach that goal? And if it does not have the strategic capacity, then the next question, right? Yeah. How, do we, how do we increase strategic capacity uh, in order to create a vehicle 
uh, that, that will deliver in the long run. And so the training is all about the growth conversation, analyzing a business to understand its strategic capacity, and then using that data to create a plan. Um, and, it, and it's very often in our world done in the context of long-term, you know, long-term strategic planning, which, you know, this kind of comes into the exit, you know, exit. Mm -hmm. uh, but exit, to your point, is, is one point on the horizon. There's so many ways in which we can help our bus the business owners along the way. So that's one training. The other training we call Fearless Business Advisors, and it's really a facilitation course. How do we stand confidently in front of um, you know, anything from one CEO you know, in, a, in a very, very focused conversation to helping their senior leadership team uh, create strategy and then execute, importantly, execute that strategy. So the plan comes, you know, comes off the shelf, goes out on the track, and, and can deliver uh, for the CEO. And so that's great. So you provide training to advisors. Yes. Do you provide them with some of the tools as well? Yeah. We, yes, we do. We have, uh, you know, I, I guess I, we have a software. Um, it's I have a book. I'm, I'm very fortunate. I have a book coming out, uh, being published by Forbes here in just a few weeks. Great. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. And in the book, there there are there's a methodology. We've converted that methodology into software. Uh, and the methodology is around, you know, I mentioned it earlier, the, these three dimensions of business growth. And the software helps analyze a business and then uh, is very, very uh, useful in creating a plan uh, to, again, to, to turn the, the goal into a reality. Um, we, and then we have ancillary tools. Uh, we have a tool called Business Flow, which is a flash, a flash report, a dashboard for the business. Um, we, have, uh, we have agendas for key meetings. Uh, that that the CEO would have, uh, that the advisor would help the CEO lead with their team, um, et cetera. How did you get started in this? I mean, this is a real different approach for advisors. If if I'm a CPA or I'm a financial advisor or an attorney, this is a different practice area that you're it, talking it about. It is. It is. We're talking about expanding their reach and relevance with with business owning clients and, and CEOs. <clears throat> <clears throat> and I got into it, uh, you know, serendipity. About 12 years ago, I became, um, I, I ended up doing some consulting for, I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years. And about uh, a little over a dozen years ago, I, I was a consultant uh, to a business that um, many people are familiar with called Core Value Software, sure. which is no longer on the market. But, um, but, you know, that ended up becoming, you know, 10 years of career working, you know, hand in glove with with well over a thousand business advisors um, on their client cases, so thousands and thousands of cases, and that's that's what's informed the uh, the, the the way I've described the three dimensions of business growth. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I'm we're pretty familiar with core values, and so in a sense, you're replacing core values with your new newer system. Is yes, that, absolutely. Yeah, it, and it's it's not a replace. It's we are replacing it, however, Clarity, which is what we call our software, is very, very different. You know, Clarity is all, core value is very good, at, was very good at calculating the value of a business. We are clearly focused on strategic capacity and increasing strategic capacity. And it's a pretty simple philosophy, right? If we think about due diligence as the ultimate hurdle that a business has to, you know, should plan on at least having available to it, right? Um, then if due diligence is the riddle, how do we design a business that is going to meet the high standards that mm -hmm. due diligence presents, right? It's often viewed as a, you know, as a, as a pain, as a challenge, et cetera. But if, we're, but if we think of it differently, if we think of it as a marathon, 
um, and that we prepare for that marathon, then we're going to have a business that is you know, strong, fast, lean, mm-hmm. um, and highly attractive, we hope, to the private capital markets. So how does, so I mean, for BEI, we do training of advisors just like you. It's a membership-based organization. And part of the challenge is to work with, uh, say, a CPA or a financial advisor, and they've been doing well their profession for 20 years, mm-hmm. and now we're asking them to do something pretty different, or in addition to what they're doing. Sure. Um, you face the same challenge. So how, how do your advisors integrate your value system and your tools into their existing practices? That sure a tr- an effort that has to be made? It, Yes, it's sort of a yes and no, John, and, and you may see this yourself. In fact, we were having this conversation over breakfast. You end up with a self-selecting group. These are these are CPAs, um, business advisors, uh, you know, investment bankers that have that have decided to go down this road, and um, and very often they've come to you, um, and and then say, okay, well now I need to understand this business as a as an engine, and that's that's how that's when we hope to meet them. <laughs> um, but you're right. They're, they're, we're teaching them, and as you, you know, as I describe the training, we are we are teaching people new skills that are that are going to help them really expand the range of services that they're able to deliver. And I think both of us have a similar goal. It's how do you connect your expertise to an, a quantified problem, right? A quantified goal, and uh, and become the the you know the agent. That's uh, the guide who's going to help deliver that goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always the challenge. So uh, ch- switching topics just a little bit. Uh, so you're an advisor, joins your organization, they receive training, they have tools available. Yeah. Um, how long does it take that advisor to, uh, I guess, gain the knowledge? Mm-hmm and maybe some experience in being able to help a client in this new direction. Sure. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting, you know, first I'd say we try to meet the, the advisor where they, where they want to be, right? So we describe it as, our, you know, you, are you a one or a five? Do you, are, you, are you a wealth advisor who wants to start this conversation and then collaborate with, uh, with a business uh, advisor? Or are you, you know, a dyed-in-the-wool management consultant, business advisor, business coach, who is, you know, is going to want to help dis- create the plan and potentially lead execution of the plan. And those, you know, we're kind of moving from that one mm-hmm. towards that five. The tools are very easy to use. Right? I, I, I assure you that I could give you a login right now and you would be able to run it, you know, with, get a little, little orientation. You'd be able to run it with a client this afternoon. Wow. But your, that, but your questions are really good. And how, then how do we create the confidence how do we how do we instill a, a very clear understanding of the of the methodology, and that you know that frankly takes a bit longer. And we try to and we try to you know you'll hear me say support a lot. We really provide a lot. We make support available at, at quite a deep level. Anything from we have an online forum that's you know free for anyone to join, and it's it, we tend to attract senior professionals. And those, the, you know, so imagine going into a, an online forum um, and being able to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing X with a client. Um, has anybody seen this before? What do you guys think? You know, is there an investment banker who can provide some advice on this? And, and you know, people, it's a chat. I mean, it's a forum. Yeah. And that, you know, that support gets, you know, more and more 
complex. We offer mastermind peer groups in partnership with, uh, with an organization called LX Council. Um, that those mastermind peer groups, imagine having a dream team of business advisor, you know, now we're going up a, la- up, a, up a step in the support, a standing dream team of advisors, an investment banker, a CPA, an exit planner, you know, a wealth advisor, a business coach, yeah. in a standing group that's able to answer those, take those questions that you put in a forum, but do it in a much more structured and guided fashion with a, with a senior pro leading the group. Um, and then, we, you know, we, we get go so far as to, to offer business uh, coaching for business advisors, you know, one-on-one coaching as they, um, in fact, I'm starting someone up um, right now on Friday, uh, you know, how define their goal for their practice mm-hmm. and and then provide the support they're going to need, the advice. Um, and, the, the, you know, there's a lot of referral and collaboration that goes on to help them, you know, meet their practice goals. How do we help them build a thriving advisory business? And John, I know I'm on a tear, but I, I'm, my personal philosophy is that if you're delivering client wins, you're going to have a very satisfying life. You're going to have a thriving advisory business. Um, and you're never going to look for a client again, right? You're never going to have to go look because, you know, one, your referral base is going to be very strong. And two, your client is going to be evangelizing for you. And, uh, and it's with that philosophy in mind that we, we really, uh, you know, frankly, you know, love our, love our people, we give a lot of love to to uh, to our members. That's, I mean, your organization and BEI are similar in a lot of ways. I mean, philosophically, I think that's the case. Uh, but also, I think some of the approaches you take, and I'm just wondering, maybe this is common to business planning, all types of business planning, but we too have, we call it a business roundtable, where we provide tools to our members to go out into the community, interview, and talk to other professionals and form a team, a round table. Nice. There might be six, seven, eight different professions. And, and some of our members will have three or four round tables in their community. So I mean, it just, it makes sense because uh, you can't do exit planning without a team of advisors. It is a team, it is a team and, sport for sure. And, and we believe for the most part, our members need to go out and find the best advisors in the community and encourage the business owner to work with them. They may have a CPA they've had for many years, but mm-hmm. they're doing compliance work for the business, and now we need a tax planning CPA. So that's it's very, very similar. And here's another one more question, at least, George, that may be of interest to advisors. Okay. How do they charge for this? So that is a fascinating topic, John, and you and I could probably talk about it for the rest of the morning. You know, there, the, traditionally we charge retainers, right? So we charge by the project and we charge by the month, and uh, and that's that's great. Uh, then the next, I think, philosophical question, uh, and you asked how, and we could get into what should I charge, but you know, then the philosophical question is, okay, well, you know, how often, and you, maybe you've experienced this yourself. I have. Um, you put, you know, you put, you talk to the business owner, you, you get agreement, you put your proposal down on the table and it says $5,000 a month for the next 12 months. And all the business owner sees is $60,000. And, and that becomes, you know, at least an emotional point. It's at least it's in the back of their, uh, you guys can't see, but I'm pointing at the back of my head. It's in the back of their mind, right? So, so how do you charge becomes, do you, do you start? And we're seeing an increase in people charging by the project and then by the month. Um, and I know EOS is doing this out there. They're saying, hey, listen, there's no term contract here. As long as we're delivering value, we, we want to be at the table. And if we're not delivering value, we're not, you know, 
who among us is going to sue a client for forward fees because they, they, you know, they asked us to, uh, they, they voted us off the island. That's a, that's a sticky wicket, right? Mm -hmm. um, so how do we charge? You know, I, we see people charging by the project. We see them charging by the month with and without a, a long-term engagement letter. And we're also seeing increasingly, and I find this fascinating, charging on ROI. And that's actually built into our tool. Here's the ROI for fixing, for, for de-risking the business so that it is not highly dependent on the business owner. How do we create an effective senior leadership team? Well, that's going you know, to add $375,000 to the value of your business. Then we can get it, you know, so people are starting to charge for the ROI they deliver. Mm -hmm. um, and then it gets, that's a, that's a topic that's a topic that, for an that hour would be and a long a, conversation. Like a multi-year engagement, typically, yeah. wouldn't it? Typically, yes. Uh, so, and again, we do something similar. We, our members have a planning fee mm -hmm. for the creation of a plan to help an owner grow and protect business, and it's usually an exit plan as well. That's one fee. And yep. usually that's a project fee, but yep. not always. We have some members who charge by the hour. Mm -hmm. um, and then once the plan is created and agreed upon, then implementation begins. Yes. And then that's usually not a pro project fee. Usually that's a daily rate or a monthly rate uh, and goes on until the owner's exited his business successfully. Yeah. So it, it's a maybe a similar. Very similar. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, what, what your company does and what our company does, a lot of the processes and procedures are similar in concept. I mean, the actual application is very different, but it's it's just really an interesting tie, I think, into yeah. all of this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, getting back to this concept of transferable value for a second. So we focus a lot on creating transferable value, which in our world, it's the ability of the business to continue its cash flow without any reduction should the owner decide to leave forever. Maybe they still own the company, but it, we have to make, in a sense, the owner inconsequential to the operation mm -hmm. of the business because it is going to be transitioned and the owner's not going to be there after the transition. So uh, we're trying to do the same thing, uh, I think, for have the same result for our business owner clients. Um, anything else we should talk about? Yes, there are, there are so many fun topics. To, we do have to a kick time around. limit of three days per podcast. <laughs> you know, uh, I, you know, I find I, I just come circle back. You know, I find exit planning fascinating. I don't happen to hold the designation, but I've been working with exit planners for you know for for over a decade. Yeah, and uh, and you know, I'd reiterate it's such a fascinating field, um, and it is so deeply important to. Uh, you know, that this is the preface of, of my book, you know, that w this is, we are helping the, the core of our national economy, right, create that, that immortality that you just referred to, mm -hmm. and that continuity. And if we think about the effect that this has on, on our, our workforce, our stakeholders, our suppliers, our distributors, mm -hmm. and, and importantly, the communities in which these businesses exist, the communities that are supported by these businesses, exit planning is is critically important to uh, to that fabric and uh and I'm, I'm i'm it's a pleasure to be here and to be meeting uh meeting your members a well, great group likewise it's i think you're a great asset and we'll work together in the future thank you very much john Thanks, this is fun conversation
Thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. If you'd like more information on better ways to plan for the future, please visit exitplanning.com.